Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. I want to go back to Wyoming. I do too. <laughs> but first, we're coming at you live at Drivers Club, and we're brought to you by Avance, Carter Subaru, Haggerty, Rainier Beer. Yeah. Not Wyoming. Not Wyoming. We're not in Wyoming anymore. Okay. Which was fantastic. Oh my God, yes. Did some I'm, surfing, a lot of surfing. A lot of surfing. A lot of time in the water. Yeah. Didn't fish. I think I, think I want to fish next year. As okay. much as I bitched about it, I think I want to fish next year. Oh, we'll get you a fly rod. We'll practice. Well, I figured after walking up that river the last time, I could stand in the river and I'm good. I'm not going to go with the you know old Navy flip-flops anymore uh, while, <laughs> while trying to be in the river. I'll tell you that. That's uh, Those $2 I spent for that did not. I mean, they did not lose them. Yeah. I did donate them when I got home, though. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no. I am going to invest in a bug spray company or, or a uh, mosquito repellent company. I don't know which one it is, but... Uh, you just invest in bats. Yeah, the bats kill Mercedes or Mercedes. <laughs> mosquitoes? mosquitoes, yeah, those. Yes, yes, yes they do, and okay. they're declining, which is sad. But uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> took a little eco note there. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it was a fantastic place. I mean, it's Wyoming, so it's like when we went on vacation, we intentionally, very intentionally, did a lot of social distancing, and it's really easy to do in Alpine because there's like 100 people in Alpine, yep. south of Jackson, and so we had a very safe, very awesome vacation away from crowds and everything, and it was paradise for us wake surfing donuts slushies sloshies sloshies oh my god yeah so <laughs> you still do you have one this morning <laughs> no i did. that was the secret i i filled mine up and then i kept passing it around to people and so i didn't actually drink a lot of it <laughs> so that's okay yeah wyoming was wonderful though mm-hmm. and there was so if you guys aren't familiar with alpine a lot of our listeners are motorcycle people and uh snowmobiling people. And so if you guys are in the snowmobiling crowd, I know we have a lot of listeners that are, there's a really popular series that started back in the nineties actually called Slednecks, VHS old school that originated in Alpine, Wyoming and Slednecks. If you haven't heard of that, go YouTube that for one, cause you'll see some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen in a snowmobile in your life. These are the guys that were like full throttle in the snowmobile off the bank into the frozen lake and onto the other side. Mm-hmm. Slednecks started that. That was their thing. Like they were the ones doing backflips on snowmobiles. Those guys, that's Alpine, Wyoming. If that tells you anything, one of the things I loved about it though, and I didn't get to experience is there's so much off-roading there everywhere. And it's right next to Idaho. I mean, it's like 25 miles from Idaho. So the off-roading it's there. It's not 25 miles. It's like 25 feet from Idaho. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of times you're crossing <laughs> yeah, over okay, in yeah, Idaho. Yeah. But I mean, like the off-roading there would be amazing. And we were talking about like, man, we should get a Raptor. We should get a Raptor. And Nick over here is going, I need a Bronco. I want a Bronco. And we're all going, yeah, you do need a Bronco. Yeah. So I'm going to use that as our Carter Subaru tech tip of the week. Um, and a special shout out to previous guest, listener, friend, Kevin Flynn, because I tur- it found out today. Acquaintance. No. <laughs> Kevin Flynn, peanut butter jelly time, Kenny, Kevin Flynn, same guy, um, also wants one of these. And he found out that you cannot get the Sasquatch package, which is like the upgraded everything version of the, the new Bronco yeah. in the seven speed with the crawl gear. Which doesn't make sense. So he started an online petition. Well, that petition got like 7,000 signatures immediately, and pub- Car and Driver published a story on it today, <laughs> giving credit to Kevin. I'm like, of course you did. So He tends to get things done. I don't know. He's, he's, he's been on Jalopnik how many times? And yeah, he did the Top know. Gear set thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting guy. But anyway, um, so we want, I want to talk about crawl gears and the difference between a crawl gear and a first gear and what, what they exist for. So a crawl gear is sort of like it sounds. It's meant for crawling. When you're crawling off-road and going over really large obstacles, you're not going for speed. That's king of the hammer stuff. For the rest of us who don't have unlimited funds to break in suspension and frames, what you want is to crawl really, really slow while you go over really difficult obstacles. And the crawl gear is made for that. Precision, precision control at really, really low speed. And I mean low speed. Like Think of it like in first gear, 
in one of those, I did some research here, that vehicle will do 32 miles an hour. If you're doing 32 miles an hour in first gear over a large obstacle, you're going to break everything under the truck. Yeah. Um, what the crawl ratio is, is, uh, let's see here. It's exactly 6.588. So that is, well, duh. Yeah. What that equals out to is 95 engine rotations for one turn of the tire. Yeah. So maximum speed in crawl gear in the new Bronco is six miles an hour. What's the advantage of that? You can let out the clutch entirely. Just get out of the car and let the Bronco go up the hill. <laughs> well, you can let out the clutch entirely and you're not slipping the clutch anymore yeah. because you have such a slow speed. You're putting down all that torque at the lowest possible gear. So when you're going up a really tight trail, your tires are aired down, you're locked in. You're not looking for speed. You're looking for just crawling up it without breaking anything. Precision control. So really cool stuff. For first gear, it's 4.28. Like I said, that'll do 32 miles an hour. Yeah. So you can automatically see the advantage there. I know that's a really high-level overview. Some of the other people are freaking out telling me there's more to it than that. Yes, I know. But Have you watched some of the commercials Ford's put? I mean, Ford just got done. If you haven't seen it yet, go online. They just did the Rubicon Trail with yeah. these Broncos. And it's, it's actually really cool. I mean, Jeep's, Jeep is in trouble. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Uh, Jeep did put out that thing about the, uh, the the new Rubicon coming with the optional, I think it's SR392, which is cool. I mean, about time you put a big V8 in the thing. I like that, but you don't need that power unless it, you've got the suspension. It's something small, but it's something that everybody bitched about in the Wranglers, and then Bronco listened. They put the mirrors on the car, which means when you take the door off, you don't take the mirrors off. <laughs> I'm yeah. over it. I'm over it. Anyway, Carter Subaru tip, <laughs> tip of the week. That's how crawl gears work. They're basically a very, very, uh, very, very low first gear, or tall first gear, technically. Yeah. So, yeah. 96 Bang. to 1. Wow. Yeah, huge, cool. insane ratio. So, and I think as far as I know, and, and I tried to look, I couldn't find a single other vehicle on the market for the consumer market that has a manual crawl gear now. There's commercial trucks that have them because you want to move trailers really, really slow under heavy torque, but I couldn't find anything else. So, <laughs> good job for Ford. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, Right now, kind of only available in the four-cylinder with the seven-speed, which is, again, at that low of a ratio, that's a ton of torque. You don't need a big V8 with that. And the 10-speed is going to have its own crawl gear in the automatic. So I kind of see why they didn't, honestly. Did you hear that Ford, uh, they convinced, was, is it Goodyear that has a Wrangler tire? Yeah. <laughs> they convinced them to make a tire for the Bronco that doesn't say Wrangler on the yeah, side? Yeah, the same tire. It's just the same say tire. Wrangler on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense. You don't want to advertise your competitor. You're right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, good stuff. We have a really interesting guest this week. We just can't get rid of her. <laughs> please, can I come back on? Please, please. A big fan favorite. One of our most popular episodes. Yeah. I'm always here for a great story. Kiki Wolfkill, welcome back to the show. We're so excited right. to have you. You guys are like digging at the bottom of the barrel. Oh. Bringing me back. You're, <laughs> you're like, you know. Oh, that's why. We just send Carl out for the, the ex, ex, great guests. We need right? someone super local. Yep. <laughs> if she's back in the country yet or yeah. wherever she no is. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. You've lived quite the interesting life the last uh, year or so since you've been on. A lot of our yeah. guests have that. They come on our show and then their lives really take Let's off. Just leave. Just, yeah. <laughs> so you guys goes. were really the springboard. Yeah, I mean, you know. Boy, if we were the spring for, springboard for your career, you've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> you need to change careers immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, we are very excited to hear what has been going on with your career because you've been in Budapest yeah. for six months. Gosh, how long? When was I here last? Was it a year? It's got to be it's a gotta year. Be. Yeah. It's got to be a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... So yeah, I um I came back from. Does my mic sound? I You're was, perfect. Yeah, I was adjusting. You sound exactly it. I, like well, you. I can't get to my drink <laughs> with the mic <laughs> where oh, it is. Dan, put so. the mic too close to your mouth. You can't drink. Yeah. Oh. God, you know you're you're ruining our guests. I, I will get you a straw. I think, I think he, he, yes. no, he knows me too him. well. Yeah. <laughs> so. um. Side sip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. After. Uh, 
you know, we went into production on the TV show after I saw you guys last. So I went back, uh, we're shooting in Budapest. Um, so pretty much I've been there, was there from October until March when we came back. Uh, about a week into lockdown here. It was a little bit slower there. Uh, in, just in case somebody hasn't heard their other episode, I think we should go back and kind of define oh, right. define who you are and what you are doing. <laughs> like, oh, she, yeah, she's got I a know. TV show for a small video game. Yes, yeah. which everybody is really excited yeah. for. So yeah. you, yes. what is your current role now? Because, I mean, you were studio head, right? Yeah, well, I'm, so I, I'm studio head for Transmedia, which is basically sort of all of the storytelling and... Um, uh, experiences outside of the game. So for how Halo. we bring for people Halo. For into Halo. Halo. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Yes. A little startup. Burying the yeah. lead. Yeah. Um, so yes, I work on in, uh, the Halo franchise, Halo video games. I have been with 343 since 2008, working on Halo since it was founded. Um, was with Microsoft Game Studios uh, before that. Uh, did some work with Bungie on Halo 3, and a bunch of other games. I focused on racing games for many, many years as an art director and then um, started to get more into uh, some different genres. So worked on the Gears franchise and Mass Effect and Fable franchise. All the good down, stuff. All the fun stuff. Um, it's too bad she's not worked on anything successful. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then found my way uh, to Halo, and I was already a huge Halo fan. So um, the opportunity to join 343 and help... Uh, help build that studio was amazing. So I was the EP on Halo 4, and then after Halo 4 sort of moved into looking at entertainment and um, linear storytelling and just how we bring people into the Halo universe in some different ways. Cool. Very cool. So tell us about the TV show. Um, What you you can and how you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I mean, it's funny because uh, these things take forever, um, and uh, we are partnered with Amblin and with Showtime, um, and they've been incredible, incredible partners, actually. Um, uh, Mr. Spielberg is a huge, huge video game fan, and actually knowledgeable about games, a fan of Halo, and um, so having, having their support and knowledge is extraordinary. Um, I had no idea he was linked to that. Okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah. very cool. He's a legit, legit gamer. I've heard that. I'm mm-hmm. in, I probably may have heard it from you <laughs> last time you were here, but yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can see it in Ready Player One, right? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you definitely get a sense that he's he's like, he's... Fan he's, service the movie. He's got, he's got <laughs> legit nerd DNA. I don't know why people beat on that movie. Like, it was, I loved it. I was him. like watching that's, my that's childhood. Fun. Like, yeah, like yeah. nobody that should. And that. Nobody should <laughs> yeah. on that movie. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so we are we're shooting in Budapest. Um, we had to come back. Obviously, we had to to shut production down over there um, when COVID hit. Um, again, it came a little bit later there, so um, we came back a little bit after everything shut down here. Um, and we've been super busy. You know, it's amazing um, across both the game and the show and all of that. Like what you can figure out to do from home. And in some ways, we actually, because when you're, when you're on set, when you're in production, everything is moving so fast, you actually don't have a time to like sit down and kind of catch up on things and, um, you know, take the time you really need to look at every single detail. And we've now had the luxury of being able to do that at home. So we're distributed all over the world, but we spend probably 
um, six hours at least in meetings over the course of the week, reviewing things, talking through things, and it's allowed us to, I think, um, spend a little more time on some areas that's hard to do when you're when you're in the, the middle of production. So it's actually been great. Yeah. And now we're just trying to figure out how to go back. <laughs> how to get back here. Yeah. 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 I think, um, you know, some productions, local productions are starting um, to open up and, you know, you, you hear a lot about like a movie where they'll just sort of quarantine the whole um, crew. We're a little bigger than can contain that. So we're, we're, we've got a crew over there trying to figure out what, what needs to be true for us to go back? What does production need to look like? Um, it's it's fairly daunting. That's, that's a lot of moving pieces it is. on a global scale. It <laughs> is. Like, it's crazy. And then there's getting all of us over there, um, especially because we're like the Florida of the world right now. <laughs> in terms of Interesting way to put that. But yeah, very accurate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all like Florida man right no, now. America. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, Called worse. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been super intense, um, and really cool. Like it's been an amazing learning experience for me. I've done a lot in live action and CG for television ads, and we've done sort of 90 minute digital films and all that, but this really long format, you know, premium cable storytelling, um, is new and has been, um, an incredible experience for me to learn from. I That's going to be so cool. I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> just, yeah. I've been waiting for this since like Halo 1. So yeah. I'm like, this needs to be on the screen. Yeah. Sadly, though, I thought I was going to be over there when the Hungarian Grand Prix. Was, oh, that would have been nice. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Everything plans were, plans were so foiled. weird watching stuff now with nobody in this, like yeah. watching F1 or something like that. It's like there's and nobody there screaming. Or, you know, yeah. yeah. Empty track. Streaking across the track. The usual thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about life in Budapest and the show and other adventures you've been on because you have been busy since you've been back too. Yeah. So we'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Look at us. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, okay, I want to know a little bit more about Budapest because I know nothing about it as, as the culture and stuff like that. I think it's kind of an interesting. So you were over there for how long? Six months before? Yeah, I was there, what, from October, I can't add, five months. So October <laughs> to March. And then I, I would come back like once a month okay. um, for, for a week or five days or something. Because, so. I mean, like we, were, we were joking about, actually before we started, we were joking about keys and things like that, and you said you were driving past the, what was it? The, uh, the, the Hungary has the parts factory, the, the Porsche parts Porsche factory. Porsche parts factory, you know. Yeah. Just thinking about knocking on the door and asking for I a know. few things. Yeah. I, li- I, I did look it up, um, seeing if I, there was any way I could get in there, but it was all in Hungarian, and um, yeah. Where's Auto Translate when you need it? Right. I know. I know. <laughs> Microsoft should work on that. When I go uh, back, I will. I will solve the problem of. Yeah. Of. Uh, Just start shipping parts back there. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Kiki got a small job in the export <laughs> division of the Porsche. <laughs> you know, things going. What, what is driving over there? Did you drive over there and everything? Um, I do not. So um, I am am fortunate enough to have a a driver over there. Um, 
which is good because it's about 45 minutes from, you know, out to the studios or wherever. And I'm usually in meetings in the car during that time. Uh-huh. Um, so I have not driven over there. However, I will. When I, when I eventually go back, I mean, Vienna is hours away. Like, there's so many amazing road trips. Um, so I'll just rent a car. And yeah, it looks beautiful over there. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. gorgeous. How's the car scene? It's interesting. Um, you know, there's, you'll see, um, you'll see some pretty standard, not standard, but you know, you don't see a lot of tricked out cars there. Put okay. it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll see sort of the, the More very, stock. the very wealthy, you'll see McLarens out there. You'll see Ferraris, Lamborghinis, mm. Um, but typically only in front of the Four Seasons. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever really leave when yeah. they're in front of the Four yeah. Seasons? Yeah. yeah. People have um, dropped off there. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many roads around there, though. I would be, that's... Oh, like, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I would just be gone every day for... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just hard. Uh, so I, my apartment's actually, is in the city, um, and so there's just not, like, parking and, like, just all of that. Those logistics are beyond my tiny brain. <laughs> so... <laughs> When the time comes, I will rent a car and, and head out into the hinterlands. Go out, go out into the hills and scare yourself. Yeah. 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 You know how to drive. And, you know, Hungaro Ring is there. So, you know, I'll also try and figure out how to how to do a track day or two over there. Maybe just see if there's a, something sneaking around at Porsche that you can borrow for the day. <laughs> yeah. and, my, my parts factory Absolutely. Scheme. You know, yeah. <laughs> put, put something together. Put something together. Jumping around a little bit. You just did a track day this last weekend. I did. I was out on uh, Saturday. With the turn two, yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah. So, and you've got the GT4 still. Yes, I'm. I love the GT4. I will have the GT4 until I feel like I've really sort of hit the limits of it. Hard to um, do in that car. It is. Yeah. It is. So, um, I was uh, on the list for the new GT4, and we, uh, our names came up, and I was like, you know, I'm just as much as I would love it. I just until I get to the limits of this one, there's just no reason for me. To switch over. Yeah, you've already got a great car, so. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I feel like there's still a ton of runway there, so, um, and I love it. Like I, I have, I love that car. It's <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. There, I mean, that's what Davis has, right? Yep. GT4. I mean, they're yeah. just so much fun. Well, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Right. Tires and brake pads. And that's literally it. I mean, I'll put harnesses in because it it all it makes sense. It is. It does. <laughs> Safety. I spend, I spend. Well, it's more. I just spend so much energy hanging on. Right. It's nice to have something to hold you in place yeah, on the track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're exerting physical energy, you know, keeping yourself in place versus you know fully focused on 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 the car, it's not ideal. Yeah. Um, and also, when you got back, you guys, uh, you went on a nice road trip. I was enjoying the Airstream photos. We did. So, You're um, living my dream, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Air, we're, having we're an Airstream is one of my... Super jealous. That's oh on my list. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I have loved RVs since a kid. It was super weird when I was, when I was little. I had, like, the little Lotus Esprit James Bond car model, and I had the Aston Martin James Bond model, and I had a Winnebago. <laughs> car model <laughs> those were my Makes sense. my three I mean, you know. uh toy cars yeah um no the airstream's been a dream it's um it's amazing the uh we have a cayenne gts which we tow it with which is just extraordinary like you can do anything with that combo um so yeah we went out for a couple weeks and uh you know last time we went out we kind of did a big northern loop around canada 
And this time we decided to go out when literally everyone and their mother is out RVing and camping and glamping and everything. Um, and so it social was, distancing. It was yeah. super crowded. Yeah. Um, but what we did was we went down to the coast. We went down to Joshua Tree where I'd never been. It was blazing hot. Yeah. It was blazing hot and through a crazy mix up. We weren't plugged in. Um, well, it's not like you were in a giant metal tube. So right, fine. in a yeah. giant metal tube you're in good. the desert yeah, in 104. Yeah. Um, so interior temps 120, <laughs> 130. <laughs> it, was, it was surprisingly manageable, but by like morning three, because we were going to head to Utah, we were going to head Zion on Bryce, we're like, oh. we are out. Like I checked the temperature at Zion, I'm like, no way. Yeah. So no. we hit the coast, we went to the beach, we went to Ventura, <laughs> spent a few days there. I'm just picturing um, like the big stone oven that is Zion and Bryce and oh then you in a metal oven right? inside of the stone right? oven. Yeah. Yeah. It literally was like seven in the morning. I'm looking at my phone. We're out. We here. parked here. this in the Narrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal. Um, but we ended up spending a few days in Bend too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we, we, we went up the coast, went to Mon- went through Monterey and yeah. So it was, it was nice. But like I said, when you're, when you're trying to work and be on vacation, which really never works, like purely my own fault um you know you're searching for cell signal you're sitting in some crappy parking lot because it happens to have a signal for an hour back up six inches i think i got three bars exactly yeah Yeah, we were in we were in alpine and one of our friends had a work call and it was like all right everybody off your phones everybody off the wi-fi because like high-speed internet in alpine wyoming is still high-speed internet circa like 2003 which is like here's your dsl line two up one down (laughs) alpine sounded amazing though that sounds that was the part. That's what made it amazing is the fact that yeah. it, you're, you're, there's no cell phone service. Yeah. There's no, you know. Yeah. You have like one little like area in town where you yeah. get a signal, then nothing. And it's yeah. wonderful. Which was yeah, at the donut shop, do which that. was good. So, yeah. We won't do that again. We had about 48 hours with no cell signal. And after, you know, like the first 15 minutes of like anxiety. Pure panic. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. It, was, well, it was amazing. A little tiny project on your plate. I can't imagine the anxiety <laughs> you would have had. Exactly. <laughs> what am I missing? Nothing big. Yeah. Nah, You're fine. fine. Yeah. You're fine. Somebody else will figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Somebody else will I, I was able to do like a huge like VFX worldwide like call, video call from the Airstream, which was awesome. That's so cool. Neat. Yeah. Sitting in some like fancy RV park, which we stayed at so that I would have. Yeah. Uh, some kind of cell signal. I love yeah. make it work. So I want to yeah. know more about the Airstream. Like, how long yeah. have you owned it? Like, what yeah. did you did you spec it yourself? How I mean, because that's a big thing. I'm watching a bunch of YouTube series now of people that are either buying the old ones and they're redoing them, yeah. or th- I mean, yeah. So if I had it to do over again, and I was a more patient person, I would probably get an old one and redo it. Yeah. Um, the new ones are great, and w- I I love it. We've had it four years, maybe. Um, you know, I, th- I think the finishing is different now than it was before. And so, but they, you know, they still have a soul. Like yeah. that's the thing about mm-hmm. them is, um, uh, they definitely have a soul and a personality and I mean, it's luxurious. Like it feels super luxurious, um, to be in that thing. I have the Xbox in there and Imagine that. <laughs> all yeah, the essentials. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> Only exactly. the camping essentials. Um, I can play Xbox from the shower or yeah. from the kitchen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And there's a whole community, right? Like when Airstream people see Airstream people. Yeah. They're like the Volkswagen yeah. buses of RVs. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I think that's a compliment. It, it is. is. No. <laughs> it's only I take it as yeah, a compliment. Okay. I want a Volkswagen yeah. bus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Airstream's incredible. I, I highly recommend it. You know, it's tough because we debate a lot about do you want to be towing something or do you want to just get it, you know, because we look at those sprinter build outs. Mm-hmm. 
man, that's that's um, super enticing. But then when we're sitting there having coffee at the nice kitchen table, and I'm like, I, no, I think you got the best of both worlds there because yeah. still you can disconnect the airstream. Yes, and the Cayenne is still fun to drive. It's awesome. Like it's not. I mean, it's not a yeah. roly-poly off-roading SUV. It's like no, if you want to no, go no. hit some canyons yeah. outside. Yeah, we can put our somewhere. bikes on there. Yeah. we can bring our paddle boards and. Yeah, that's the so. that's the way to go in my book. I just, I don't know. The Sprinters are cool, but they're cool if you like off-road them. Yeah. So it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But you can just get in it and go. Yeah. Right. That's the difference. Airstream's light and easy, though. I think what I'm hearing is you need both. Really. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> I'm hearing sprinter van that pulls... A boat? <laughs> no, but yes. No. <laughs> the sprinter van that pulls the Airstream. Uh, yes. There you go. Then, then you can do... But then again, you still need the Porsche. So you're yeah. going to need the I boat know. trailer behind that. And then the, the car trailer. Do they make the a GT4. toy hauler Airstream that I can put like a half deck on? I, I, don't, mean, I don't know if Airstreams are wide enough. I feel like it's enough money, you know. I still <laughs> want one of those. They, do, they have them now. You can, I think you can buy a conversion or maybe they make them now. Make them, with them wider. The, with those things that come out. There was oh. a, and, and you've seen it. There's an infamous RV, and I don't know if they made one of them, that has a car underneath it. You drive yeah. the car into the platform and then it oh, sucks yeah. it under and then oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh. And oh, yeah. you you have to have a Ferrari or a Porsche because there's a there's a height restriction. Aerial out of it. Yeah. Aerial and it works too. Aerial's always the answer yeah. for that a toy like, like that. That was like an uncrate yeah. thing or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Build the floor higher, I'll crouch yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. 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 That would be that's I think that'd be fun. So yeah. that extra million dollars I don't have. So how long are you back in town now? Well, we're not sure when we're going back yet. Like yeah. I said, we're we're kind of figuring out what needs to be true to start production up again. Um, so, uh, you know, I think we would love to get back this fall. Um, Hungary's in good shape, but you know, it's just, yeah, I wonder if, I mean, I left, it would be hard to travel back and forth. Like you said you were doing once a month. No, this would, this would definitely mean just staying there till we were done. And, and, you know, it's, um, I, I, I would say there's, there's, we were maybe about halfway through. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, you know, the hardest part is I, this is literally the most I've been home in like 20 years and, and the most I've been home all the time since even before we were married. So it's been like, it's so bittersweet to, because I, I want to go back to get going again so badly. I so don't want to leave home right now. Yeah. Like it's just been incredible to be able to have that much time at home. Yeah. Actual quality time. Yeah. Unfortunately forced, but in the same way, like, but yeah, but like I was always, my job always had me on the road. Yeah. So, um, so it's hard and you know, I've got two dogs and it's, it's always hard to leave the dogs. It is. The husband so you can always leave. So the, uh, <laughs> oh, no. He's over there shaking his head. Oh, the no. priority list. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can well maybe not immediately but he can get on a plane and come out those dogs yeah you know they just sent my office with me all day oh, they gotta love having it's you not like yet. i have an office got some yes men there yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly sure mom yeah yeah, yeah. great idea yeah good job <laughs> feed us strong work <laughs> i approve yeah yeah i'm I am so excited for the show it's driving me nuts that it, you guys are delayed because like it's it's i know it's been like you know it's like 20 years I've been wanting this since yeah. I first started playing Halo. Yeah. I was like my early 20s, I think. And I've just been dying for this. So I'm so excited. And I so want it to be as great as I know it's going to be. So. Nerd. Yeah, Not you totally. know, it's, um, it's, it's so tough because, and we may have talked about this before, everyone has their idea of what they want from, from something like this. So it's always so tough because 
Um, Trying to please everybody. Yeah, you yeah. you you want fans to be happy, but you know part of doing this is bringing them something new and different than they get in the games. And so the things that um, sort of intellectually they want to be the same may not be the things that are gratifying in terms of really getting a different sort of view of the universe and the world and the stories they've heard. So, yeah, um, fan service only goes so far. Yeah. It's actually very short-lived if you look at video game movies. Like, fan service yeah. is one thing, but then the story doesn't really line up with that. So yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, so, you know, my hope is, you know, we've recreated the world in a way that it feels familiar and, um, you know, it feels like a place that they're coming home to, but also getting to see aspects of they, they really haven't been able to see before. And same with characters. Um, yeah. But um, I've definitely... Uh, learned after all these years in game development, um, the challenges on, on television are super different and it's really hard, <laughs> right? You just don't get the same level of iteration you do with a video game. Yeah. Do you, do you have more freedom with what you can do as far as languages and stuff like that being on Showtime? The fact that you're not being, you're not airing this on CBS, so you, you can't. Yeah. Not there was a, there was ever vulgarity in, in the game, I'm saying. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I mean, we, we talked a lot about that and, and, you know, ultimately what I care about is that it's right for the story that we're trying to tell and it feels authentic to the universe. Sure. Um, and so, you know, we have had and will continue to have a lot of conversations around what crosses that line or doesn't. Um, yeah, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating over here thinking, geez, I don't want to do that. But, yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting, like going back to that previous fact and, and knowing nothing, like, the, the closest I've ever gotten to, like, in production is I was a driver for a movie in Spokane, like, driving people around. But, like, and seeing how fast that you pace You hear all goes. the dirt, though. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, I, and I got some good people to drive around. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Been interesting to see how fast it was and the fact, like, you know, like they, were, they were shooting it and then they were on to the next thing. And it's like, yeah. and, like and then somebody would go back, oh, we think we need to change this. And yeah. then they couldn't. But yeah. as you were speaking, you're, you're having some time to go back and go, I c we can kind of tweak this or maybe this is ideas better kind of, yeah. you know, so. Well, if nothing else, I think what the time has given us is a time to really reflect on what we do have, you know, what we have shot and how it's coming together. And it gives us the time to maybe as we look forward, do a few things differently or, you know what, it'd be super helpful if we had some lines that talk to this because it feels like maybe we have a gap in that, you know, the audience may not understand X, Y, or Z. So let's. Um, and when you're working at the pace of production, you actually don't get the time um, to do that. So that's where it's been really valuable. And this or, is, this or is frankly, all live action, the objectivity. Correct? Sorry. Yeah. This is okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. As we know from the first time you're on here, yes. I had never played Halo before. Shauna forced me to play. I mean. I've heard. I've <laughs> I mean, heard was, you were. Was, uh, well, I, you were. You were tutored. I was. I was. I was tutored. Yeah, I wouldn't call it gently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> th thrown into a some bottomless uh, pit. But yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah. playing. I through think your eyes twitching. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we've played through the whole series at this point again since our last interview. Awesome. It was like, yeah, it was oh, like, okay, bonding it. time. Got to go through the whole series front to back. And I was like, yeah. man, I, it's funny how much I remember still of the game. I was going through. I'm like, oh yeah, there's this thing over here, and I'm like running yeah. off. It's just weird. Well, and you know, we released on PC. I think since. Um, since I was here last. And that's been incredible because there's there's like a whole new audience. Oh, yeah. Who's getting to sort of experience Halo for the first time now. Yeah, I'm um, a majority PC gamer. I'm still, yeah. I still have Xbox and all that, of course, yeah. too. But like, yeah, it's, 
I mean, for one, getting the right graphics card and stuff, it's a whole new world when you right? start yeah. throwing money at your system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amazing how things get better with more money. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you have in, f- I guess, what can you talk about so far? Is there any stuff you can talk about on the show that hmm. people would want to know? Yeah, give us all the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't, inc- wouldn't want to incriminate you. Yeah. Anything, but, uh, yeah. I know you guys are, s- TV sets, if anybody doesn't know, like the level of secrecy around anything is insane. Yeah. It's like you walk near a TV set. They're like, you're signing this. And if you say anything, we might kill you, but yeah. we'll probably just sue you until you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's, um, you know, it's funny because, um, the game development process is is hyper confidential too, but you're like protecting each is so different. Like being able to keep people from seeing a physical set, right, that you have built. Yeah. Um, versus preventing, you know, code from leaking is a really different thing. Um, I'm trying to think. What what can I? <laughs> I just want to see a good warthog chase. <laughs> Warthogs um, and ghosts. We do that have. Exist we in do real have life. an We've amazing. Seen that. Yeah, yeah, we do have an amazing warthog. Okay. All right. Um, we we have we have built. Well, we actually have multiple warthogs um, for the show. What are they based um, off of? Uh, they are based off of because we and, w- and we did the same. We built a warthog for Halo Four, which was built off a uh, Hummer chassis. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I will say this. I mean, and knowing nothing about Halo, Griff, you stop making up animals. Sorry. When it showed, <laughs> when the, when the warthog showed up in Forza Four, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and that whole I, I don't know if you were part of that, but that whole yeah. like special drive that came that was really it fun. was fun, huh? That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's so nice about doing stuff like that is it lets us sort of break out of the bounds of of sort of RIP and what audience expectation is and you know, at its heart, Halo was just fun, and that was like a great. That was it was a, re- a it was a, it was a really cool thing that nobody expected. Like it was yeah. like, like oh yeah, you're gonna play Halo now. And I'm like wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> and we all know yeah. Alan and his team know how to make a car look good. They do, yes. they do, and drive well. I mean, I yeah. think it drives like that in real life. And Who eat knows? tires well. And eat tires well. Yes, exactly. To each his own. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> do you, how long? Yeah. So yeah. you're hoping to go back in fall. Hoping to go back in. Fall. So you got a couple more months left, or yeah, just a couple more months left. Hopefully, yep. any and other post production. Yeah, any other adventures lined up for you now that you're back here? Um, no, I mean, we're kind of, you know, I'm, I may go back, you know, in the next four weeks. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So we'll see if if we can pull that off. Um, I think that uh, we're going to try another airstream trip before we go. Nice. Um, Get good use out of it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, and then pretty much uh, trying to get in as many track days as I can. Because last year, uh, I only got in, I don't know, three or four or something. Because um, I was kind of going back and forth. I did the Lucky Dog. Well, I did two hours of Lucky Dog um, at the end of last season, which was super fun. Um, but just didn't get enough driving last year. So It's never enough time. No. Where's your destination, you think, in the Airstream? Well, we if we bring the dogs, then we might just hit the Olympics. Oh, it's not wrong with that. Like it's that. a beautiful destination. No. Yeah. 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 And then go play on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Close to home. It's just so crowded everywhere, right? Like, that's that's sort of the challenge of, of camping right now, which gets back to the sprinter. You can kind of show up anywhere and yes. just stop. Yeah. Walmart parking lot. Stop. Sounds like yeah. you just need to <laughs> ship the GT4 over to... Uh, I know, over, right? You know, I mean, that'd be fun, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I do need to work on some kind of Porsche-hungry hookup. There's got to be. I know. I mean, 
I, I feel like somebody at Drivers Club would know the answer. I have to that. not applied myself to Just this problem Just knock on the yet. door. Yeah. Yeah. You have a great personality. Yeah. Excuse me. No, I think I'll, I'll start with Porsche Europe and and see what so I can. Get there? Okay. Yeah. 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 Talk to Alan. He's got to have a contact. Yeah. yeah. You've got a few. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll lean on my brother for that one. There you go. But, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, I was listening to the last episode. Um, you have done some rallies, and we didn't really talk about it on the last one, but you mm. were, you did the gumball even. I did the gumball, and I did uh, One Lap of America, Cannonball. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's a whole, I remember reading They're about One Lap of America. super different. Yeah. They're really different. Um, one is very <laughs> skill-based. And one is very what you're willing to do based. (laughs) (laughs) What are your limits? With uh, One Lap of America being the very skill based um, and Gumball being, you know, what are you willing to to sacrifice? How much money do you have for bail? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It was so annoying because for all of the European um, drivers, they literally could just pay money. Yeah. Whereas if you're American, they would actually want to throw you in jail or hold you or whatever. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. What did you drive on Gumball? So the Gumball, it was the first year of the Gumball. Um, and so it was a brand new Mini Cooper. It was literally the first one to come into the East Coast okay. um, that I, I was able to get through Mini. So it was awesome because, you know, people loved that car when it came out. Yeah. It was... And it was inconspicuous, right? So when you're when you're traveling down the freeway at speed and you go by a cop and there's a red Ferrari, you know, in front of you and a silver Mini and a Porsche behind you, um, you're not the Couldn't car. Couldn't have been you. Yeah. You're not no, the car they're going to yeah. stop. Like, yeah. they have no interest in stopping the, <laughs> not the, lady the, in the, little, go-kart. the little yeah. silver square. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That's not a good story. Okay. Um, it took us, you know, half an hour to get up to speed. And then, and <laughs> then we just wouldn't get off the gas. Yeah. Right? Like, that was our thing. Like, we treated every gas stop like a pit stop. <laughs> like, we, we were just like, if you imagine, you know, you talk about momentum cars on the track. This was like a momentum car from New York to L.A. And so... That must have um, been a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. It was. We got we got stopped twice a day, um, which was fine. As long as, it, you know, we were in a different state when we got stopped, we okay. would be fine. Yeah. So as long um, as you're covering two states a day is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, getting two tickets unless we had swapped drivers in the same state was, was a challenge, but... Then you just sit at home and wait for your insurance adjuster to call you. Excuse me, what have you been doing the last yeah. week? I don't know. That wasn't me. That's the thing. If yeah. you get a ticket in a state, in most cases, you could just do an online traffic school yeah. okay. to get out of it. Yeah, defer. Yeah. Defer. So Which is why you didn't want weeks. to. As long as you got two in a state, then you were kind of screwed. With, ah, okay. With, uh, yeah. Drops. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. for One Lap of America, for our listeners, it's basically track to track to track. And yeah. you're yeah. competing for best time around the track. Yeah, so you're competing. What you're, you're competing on best time. The challenge being, um, you know, depending on on where you place in a day, you know, the higher up you are, the sooner you can leave because they 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 rank you uh, from track to track. And you would have to and there are times when you would have to travel, you know, 800 miles in a night to get to the next track, like where you wouldn't sleep before you got onto the next track. So. It was super interesting. That sounds safe. Yeah. I know, right? It's, it like goes against like you're you're eating like drive-through food in your car. So you're dri- you're, you're doing sleeping. laps on the track, and then you're timed between tracks, correct? You're not timed between tracks, but you have to be there for okay. your for your you know okay. uh, when you're when you're up to drive. So and there you know sometimes there are tracks you know and sometimes they aren't, and 
you know, it's hyper tuned to cars. We had a stock car. We we were driving a, a Noble M four hundred. Um, <laughs> a stock car, <laughs> a Noble M four hundred, right. which is like one of the most right. hardcore cars you can drive yes. for. Our, it was a n- no traction control, <laughs> no ABS, no power steering. Yes, but none of that, right? But we're up against like you know a Hennessy Viper. Still, right? So <laughs> if you can keep it from coming around, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When she said stock car, I'm thinking like Coors Light, just yeah, you know, NASCAR yeah. going across. I'm like, you're going to get seen in that. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like she's driving like a 911 or something. Yeah. A Noble M400 okay. yeah. is like. Yeah. And you, you have no storage space. Like yeah. You're doing that whole like camping layered clothes thing. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, your your helmet would go. We had room for one helmet um, in the boot, if it was, you could even call it that. And then one helmet would sit in the passenger compartment. You know, whoever isn't driving is sleeping. Makes sense. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's a that's a hardcore car. I'm I'm impressed. I had no idea it was a noble, but it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh you know, we were lucky because when we were headed, we we picked up the car um in like Ohio and had to go to Indianapolis or something and um we'd never driven the car before and we managed to get into like the afternoon of a track day um on our way down to the track, um somewhere. I don't know where. Um, so at least got to take the car around, and the only thing that ever broke on the car broke on the way to the first track. Um, there was just a, a, a mount piece that we amazingly, there was a noble owner, like somewhere, like saw us parked there at the track and came by to say hi, and we were looking at this part, and, you know, he had a way to fix it, and... <laughs> Nothing. The, ca- the car nothing god else smiled upon you. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. nothing okay. else went wrong with the car. I honestly didn't expect the car to make it through the the event. Um, I've heard stories of, of Noel owners going. And, uh, it's yeah. miserable. Yeah. yeah, and it totally did. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess it, I, I can't think of a much worse car to drive across the country in, yeah. honestly, because just because it's such a track focused vehicle off yeah. the shore Florida. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like yeah. know, a larger Lotus Elise in luxury. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we got top ten. We were we were super psyched about that. That's, That's pretty good. badass. Yeah. <laughs> Any plans in the future to do more type of things yeah. like that? Yeah. I mean, I kind of look at that stuff opportunistically. So I'm always have an eye out for, for fun car adventures. Um, Boy, if only we had one coming up. <laughs> well, we do, we do. But I, when the next one is coming up, actually, it's coming through here is Gold Rush. They're, That's they're right. doing Gold Rush this year. And What's that? Gold Rush is like the, the, the drive all day, party all night kind of. Oh. Like Luxury for Play started it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and all those guys, uh, yeah. Amy Shackelford and Amin and stuff like that. But uh, that, that, I was surprised they're actually doing it. But they're yeah. coming. You got a chromed out Lamborghini. This is your crew. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's my problem. And a helicopter to follow you, and a lawyer in your passenger seat because that's yeah. also this crew. Yeah. No, I think that's, the lawyer is the guy the with the chromed out. Uh, yeah, it yeah, is. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. That's sort of the gumball. Yeah. Culture, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I feel like the gumball culture, as much as that, that you have. I think Gold Rush is more. You know, United flamboyant. States, United States right. flamboyancy, and gumball right. is international. Like, yeah. we yeah, have some yeah. friends here that, that did gumball, and yeah, we're talking about gumball. it. And the fact of like, you know, when you're flying cars from from Italy to to Japan and <laughs> just yeah. to drive around. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's why I liked the. I still want to do it, but <laughs> yeah, everyone should do yeah. it. But that's why I like just the straightforward New York to LA, mm-hmm. right? Because it's really just about, you know. Yeah, getting across the state without getting arrested, <laughs> and my my parents did the original Cannonball. Oh wow, that's right. Back yeah, seventy nine. Yeah, so. for our listeners, if you haven't listened to the original episode, you should. She has probably the p- coolest parents in the world. <laughs> so, 
I mean, what, Steve McQueen was at the wedding? Yeah, yeah. he was uh, my dad's best man. Yeah. yeah, let's just throw that in there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a name to be in the movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a race car driver. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I'm always up for, for car antics, frankly. Love it. Yeah. All right, it's a perfect time for our next break. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more car stories. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Uh, we were just talking with Kiki on the break about uh, a fun little, was it a Christmas present that you ended up yeah. with? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I came down for Christmas, uh, not this past year, but the year before. And there's this, literally, it felt like it was just sparkling. Um, that sort of orange gold Trail 70 that my husband had um, refurbished for me. Um was sitting in front of the Christmas tree. Total surprise? Total surprise. Oh, so you didn't even awesome. know the bike, bike existed before. I knew there was like shenanigans. Like, oh, Because shenan- I heard some <laughs> things moving around like in the night. Ah. Um, Saying those are being loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, not, it's pretty probably pretty hard to quietly move a motorcycle in front know, of a tree. Why are you making all this noise? Oh. But it was it was a total surprise. And it was awesome. amazing. Yeah. Um, we're having a little clutch problem we're trying to get sorted out. Wow. I've driven it around the block three times, um, and it needs a little. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, little, in a year and a half. Oh, it you've been a little, here. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been here. It needs yeah. a little something, so we're working on that. But it's funny because I grew up. I grew up, and my parents had a Trail 70 and a Trail 90, and so there's literally a picture of me as a baby, um, with a there's like a bike basket uh-huh. on front of the Trail 70 in which I am stuffed. As my mom is riding the Trail 70. Perfectly safe. What could happen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to ride my brother. We had a 79 Honda Z50, and he used to put me in front of him, and I'd hold on to the center section right. of the handlebars, yeah. and I'd scoot around the yard in, like, first gear, and I loved it. Yeah. It, was, it became my first bike as yeah. well, but it's, it's pretty funny. I still have the photo. There's another picture on the Trail 90 where she's used one of my dad's seatbelts and has me strapped to her. In the front. <laughs> that seems uh, legit. This yeah. is the same mom who took, yeah. who was racing with you four months pregnant. She was four yeah. months pregnant, yeah. and she went fourth place at a mini race. Yeah, right? so, yeah. you know. <laughs> I want your parents. <laughs> know, right? Or just your childhood memories. It's a miracle. It's yeah. a miracle I'm alive. Do you have other motorcycles? Way. No, I used to. I had a, uh, I had a Ducati briefly for like a year. Dylan, my husband, rides Ducatis. Well, he rides motorcycles in general um now i just have a vespa still cool i took it across i the commute like across 520 a few times and it was just stressful and you know i i didn't grow up on motorcycles except in a basket or uh, so you just need to have that driver just to drive you across the bridge you in the basket on the vespa you'd be fine yeah and it was just it was just like drivers are just so unaware um yeah and so, yeah. So now I just zip around town in the Vespa. I mean, I, I frankly drive the Vespa right now more than I do a car. Because well, you can now, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not commuting. Um, most of my driving is, is downtown, <laughs> unless I'm going to the track. So. Yeah. Nice yeah. little track bike. <laughs> 
kind of if you want to scout the track ahead of no, time. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, I still want a Honda Monkey more than life. Like I still <laughs> want one really, really bad. It's on the top of my list. I've been riding motorcycles my whole life, and the only bike I still really want is a Honda Monkey. I want to do your idea. I'm not going to give it away bike. on here, but I want to do your yeah, idea. Yeah, we have we have a Honda Monkey yeah. idea, so yeah. uh, we might reach out to some motorsports contacts because we have a pretty cool idea that I think would make a really fun episode. And uh, I bet adventure. Dan would live through it. I'm not sure I would, but I bet <laughs> Dan would. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was listening to a podcast this week uh, on the murder hornets. And uh, Vespa means hornet, by the way. I, that's ex- oh. what it translates to because of the buzzing sound oh. they used to make when they were oh. new. So they called them Vespas because they sounded like buzzing hornets. So there's your fun like random it. fact. It's a slightly more <laughs> aggressive. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you don't think of a Vespa as a hornet because they're such cute little bikes. Now I want yeah. a black and white or black and yellow, yellow Vespa. Vespa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? right? Yeah, so. And a matching helmet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Garov. <laughs> Nobody can have as much yellow as Garov. <laughs> Nobody. I will say it's funny because I'll go out on the Vespa and Dylan will be, Dylan's um, sort of the, his around town bike is a Sport 1000, which is obviously oh, yeah. super, super glamorous and sexy. And then I'm on my like Vespa. Um, but I do have a different kind of cornering ability in the <laughs> Vespa that he does not necessarily have um, in the city. Oh, yeah. So so, you, you can just do tight little yeah, turnarounds. Yeah, yeah, they're super maneuverable. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think they're yeah. both super appealing to totally different audiences. And that's in all. town, there's only so fast you can drive. I mean, <laughs> the Vespa will go 75. Oh, that's quick. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it that yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 150. So I don't know if I want to go that fast on a Vespa. <laughs> I know. It's super jarring. So I'll get. To, I, I'll be in the crouch. Cause Full I just, tuck. Yeah, because it's, it's a vintage style. So it's got like literally the size of my fist windshield. Like a four-inch little Yeah, riser. so I literally I'll just get, because otherwise I just get buffeted around. So, yeah, I get, I get in the full crouch just to get to like 50. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love little bikes. I think that the older I've gotten, I, so I've had, fun. I've had all, I've had street bikes, race bikes, dirt bikes, all that. I'm like, nah, now I yeah. just want to go play. I don't yeah. care about any of the yeah. other stuff. I just want to yeah. go play. To stay alive. Although when we were in Alpine, man, the only thing I wanted a motorcycle so bad. That's because every time we walked into Jack's garage, there were two of them just begging to be ridden. And I didn't have any of my gear with me, and I'm like, I still have oh. all my dirt bike gear. So I'm like, oh, I should have brought that. Yes. <laughs> with all the room yes. we had in the car? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could put it on the roof. I did do uh, I couldn't even have a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I did do a, uh, this is a few years ago, um, my brother, uh, uh, and and Dylan and a good friend of ours did a flat track. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We did like a three day flat track class with uh, Richie Oliver Dang. down in uh, Northern California. That must or have no, been maybe horrible. Southern California. Yeah. yeah, it was hot. Um, no, but I'm, I mean, just the experience. Oh, it's yeah. Amazing. Had you ever done that before? No. Okay. I broke my finger. Okay. It's not right uh, if you break your finger. No, like literally. Mine. I think. Uh, I think. Our one friend like tore his ACL. We had like it was, there was, <laughs> it was brutal and it was so much fun. That's I mean, so you as well. For, and for someone who, um, you know, was sort of a, a beginner motorcycle rider at the time, like what an amazing way to learn sort of bike control and yeah. and it was super fun. Anytime you have to put like metal on the bottom of your shoe, yep. like a metal plate. Very Mad Max of you. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing. What were you riding in the flat track school? Oh, they were like little, I think they were like 150 dirt bikes. Oh, like okay, yeah. Little just modified one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you're getting but those like sideways, right? It's just right? the, sm- it, they just have the, the slicks on the back. 
right? Yeah, because you're kicking out the rear and yeah. just sliding it all the way around yeah. the corner. Yeah, so you've, yeah. Got, you've got a knobby on the front and it's like on the back. Drifting a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a little bit of that yeah. at Monroe, actually. It uh, is amazing. My race team used to run flat track. And I used to go yeah. out there and I used to run, just for fun, I'd run out and do the flat track on yeah. other people's bikes. It's a ton yeah. of fun. Great way to get injured. It <laughs> is. Real quick. I spent a lot of time picking that little bike up. Yeah. Um, yeah, day two, I was so sore just from picking up the bike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fun. Let's do it again. I know. Yeah. I know but oh, yeah. the adrenaline keeps you going, yeah. though. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Hey, we preach that to death. The best thing you can ever do, motorcycle, car, anything. Track days, track days, track days. Because yes. you just learn so much about driving, riding, everything. It's so yep. applicable. Yep. Yeah. So. And it's kind of like, you know, taking skid pad courses, right? Nothing really helps you understand the dynamics and physics and, and balance like that. Yeah, nothing like running through the wet at like 80 miles an hour and flicking right. your car sideways. I'm like, all right, sort it out. That's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was my response. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have, there's some Avant stuff coming up that you are a part of. We can't talk about it on the show, so we can't go into it too deep yet because it's not out there yet. But our many Avant listeners should look forward to that. Because that's going to be a very cool thing. Our Avance listeners. I know. Do you know what one of those is? <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, uh-huh. by the end uh-huh. of the week, uh-huh. I will be yeah. an Avance listener. Okay. You hear that, Adam? She's coming. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. she, you've sort of been drafted into Avance. Yes, you're going to sign up at some point. So here you go. I'm going to. You're, you're famous I in Avance already. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, our many Avance members are sponsored. You guys should You guys should look forward to even more about Kiki coming up soon. <laughs> Um, there are some events coming up. The driving experience that was supposed to be at Emerald Downs is postponed, of course, because we would all be standing very close in a parking lot and swapping into each other's cars. Probably the best way to spread a disease out there. That's uh, probably not true, but in a social environment, it is. There's a lot better ways to swap <laughs> yeah, a disease. Say, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So obviously that's been postponed until we can get a better handle on the situation. Uh, but Portland, though, Taste of Motorsports event. Uh, that'll be a track day for our Portland members. Um, I just hit up the Avance Portland guys today. Very helpful on a few routes I was looking at. So thank you to our Avance Portland members. I was looking at a few back roads I hadn't done before, and they're like, yeah, you should totally do this one. So There are back roads in the Pacific Northwest that you haven't done? There is one in particular I've been looking at, and... Uh, Whenever, every time I it's like weird to me. I mean, yeah, it's it's Dan. I mean, you know. every time I bring up a route and Google Maps doesn't have the little, you know, the street view, I'm like, oh, is this going to turn into gravel or what? And they're like, no, nope, let's go for it. It's one lane, but go for it. I'm like, all right. So thank you for that, Avance members, Portland. Uh, but there is a bunch of track stuff coming up, which you should know about. Turn two at the Ridge on September 5th. Uh, another drive yes, to be coming I will up. Yes, I'll be there. I will yeah. be at that one. So yeah, listeners, if you're into that, you can say hi to Kiki at the track because you know she'll mm-hmm. be there in her Cayman GT4. Teaching you how it's done, most likely. That was so funny. Kiki showed up today, and Thad Drivers Club was like, "You look so familiar." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> were you at the track? Yes. Oh okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Drivers Club member Thad had his yeah. GT2 RS out of the yeah. track yeah. at the same time yeah. you did, and yeah. So, yeah. I was briefly behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard to catch that car. Yeah. No matter what you're driving, it's hard to catch yeah. a GT2 on the track. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that's all I've got uh, for today. Thank you for coming back. I know, we've, I know we've been begging for a while, but we missed you. And um, you know, we wanted you to come back. The Halo thing is just a bonus. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, we'll never uh, be as cool as you, but we're glad no, to do I'll our show. I'll try and gather, gather more stories yeah. before I come back next. so excited for all the things that you can't share yet. Because know, that's the stuff I'm dying to hear. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, making my... We're just teasing people like, you should join Avance. Why? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you should wait for this. Why? I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there, enjoy the drive.